Welcome readers, this is the very first episode of Tam Reads, the podcast where I read things, react to them, and we all have a good fun time together. I am Tam, that is also known as the Accidental Monster, which you may have seen somewhere, the little blue and yellow axolotl guy, that's my, my little icon thing. I don't know. Anyway, um, so today for this first experience, I will be reading the story called Magitism. I think that's how it's called. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it, but I believe it's Magitism, The Force of Magic, which I believe is the first book in a planned trilogy by Will Brawl. I hope I got those, all those words pronounced correctly. Also, um, not a great time for me to do the first episode of this podcast because allergies right now are tremendous. So please forgive my scratchy and slightly nasally voice. It's, it's really, it'll get better. <laughs> also, just due diligence, there is a content warning on this story in general. I don't know how much of it will apply to the first chapter that I'm reading and, or to the first part that I, I may end up reading the entirety of. Um, but the, the novel covers, as it says in the book, uh, sensitive topics that some readers may find uncomfortable or trigger triggering, including cursing, academia, thoughts of suicide, death, violence, racism, homophobia, transphobia, QAnon, other conspiracies, such like that. Hive Minds, Religion, Imprisonment, Kidnapping, and Genocide. So while, while care has been taken to treat all of these topics carefully and with respect, reader discretion is advised. So just putting that out there for this particular podcast as well. Book One, Part One, Unexpected Guests. Chapter One, Reggie. Dateline, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Sunday, November 9th, 2025. News to breaking news. I'm Melinda Donalds. Melinda is visibly nervous and shuffles through her papers before continuing. Thousands of football fans stood in awe today as an enormous alien monster crashed into the green space next to the Southport Auto Terminal along Kitty Hawk Avenue. I'll pause the video here for a moment. Melinda freezes at the start of the following sentence. You know, while all of this was breaking, we already had the idea that this broadcast would be big in the back of our heads, and we just had no idea how huge. This video is almost a billion, hundred billion views, mostly from humans. Anyway, let's hit play again. Melinda's frozen face starts moving again. The creature, which is easily a mile long, was caught on dozens of live stream broadcasts by tailors gathered for today's game with the Giants. We now go live to Reggie Paulson on the ground outside the London Financial Field. Reggie? I'm just going to stop there for right now and say that it's a little confusing, um, but it, 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 I don't know if the... The italics are really coming through with me reading it, but it, the pausing, and then there was like this thought of like how we didn't know how big this was going to be, but we did know it was going to be big. Um, that whole thing was like in 
the thought of somebody like I, I'm not sure who's doing the thinking but whoever is doing the thinking there is the same person that paused the video um, I, I'm assuming that the uh, ambiguity here is for a reason so we're going to continue oh yes the next line makes it a little bit more clear back to it enter me showtime Reggie thank you Melinda I'm standing here with a crew of tailgaters who all witnessed the crash sir can you describe for us what you saw I hold my mic out to an eager looking man in a teal jersey the man's wife in a matching jersey grabs the mic and pulls it in front of her absolutely rude Reggie you see at first there was just this big ass swirl in the clouds then the monster kind of warped into the existence in the sky it wasn't there one moment and then bang it was suddenly there with this big fucking body and tentacles everywhere the tentacles all had I don't know eyes on the ends of them and it was long like crazy long it came falling straight out of the sky like a meteor the, the two big wing things were flapping like someone's face on a roller coaster and the teeth were flapping too it had a big mouthful of shiny metal teeth like a shark and the whole thing was somehow wrapped around a giant glowing blue crystal that shattered into a billion chunks all over the ground. The creature was gray with big red, what, stretch marks all over it? I thought her head was going to explode while she said all that. The eager man leans in next to his wife. And this thing was huge. Like, bigger than anything I've ever seen in my whole life. The crystal wasn't blue, though. It was more purple someone from off screen yells nah man it was pink and someone else green you blind asshole the man continues well whatever it was it looked like something out of one of them superhero movies so I'm gonna kind of pause there that was a lot <laughs> it really gives you the feel of of being in like at the ground level of something big where there's a lot of people and everybody's got their own opinions of everything um all of those sentences that were by like multiple different people about the colors uh that they were seeing that was all one big paragraph i don't know if that's usually how people uh like i i don't i don't it was it, i had to read that a couple of times off uh the recording because I was like, wait, these are different people, right? Because my, my brain's like, but you, you have to, I'm a little autistic. My brain's like, you have to, you have to like press enter. It goes to a different paragraph when it's a new person. But I think putting it in the same paragraph probably was to kind of make the whole crowd its own individual person and show the messiness of it all how scrambled it was and how chaotic it was that you can't really tell who's saying what at, at this point anyway I digress back to it I retake control of the mic and move it to a grandmotherly looking lady with gray hair and you ma'am what did you see I remember thinking that surely she can't ruin my career more than those other two were a sweet old lady what could go wrong she takes the mic from me gingerly and in a scratchy voice she testifies I ain't never seen anything like that in all my life 
I thought the devil himself had come and Jesus was about to rapture us to heaven. I dropped to my knees and prayed for the Lord, and when that thing crashed into the ground, I felt the earth move under me. She spins her free arm around in the air. Nothing at all could go wrong. She continues. Speed that thing was falling. I was surprised it didn't tear up the ground like a comet and bathe us all in hellfire. Then the sirens whooping and hollering started. I climbed into the stadium with my binoculars and saw them drag an alien out of that wreck. It looked like a crystal goblet covered in snot and eyes with what a slug has. That's what it looked like, like a bunch of slugs in some kind of unholy sex ball. You ever see slugs doing it with those blue things coming out of them? I looked that up later. Mating slugs slide down slime from an overhang and extend these big blue things out of them. Worth a Google. The same blue as, well, getting ahead of ourselves a bit. She catches her breath, and her hand instinctively goes to the cross hanging around her neck before continuing. And Lord help me, they pulled out another one with some kind of giant colon-looking thing attached. There were more and more of those aliens coming out of that ship and being put in the back of military trucks. No idea how they got there so fast. I must have seen them take out at least 30 or 40 of them. Though none of them were moving none, they probably were all dead. I anxiously pulled the mic away from the woman. And there you have it. Truly a new dawn for humankind. Back to you, Melinda. I relax as, presumably, the feet is being cut. I turn to the group and then back to Samantha, my camera woman. Sam, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. I hope some of those aliens survived. Can you imagine if their leadership thought we shot them down? Uh, Reggie, we're still alive. My eyes widen and my face turns white. Oh, fuck. And there's the line that turned into a million gifts. And oh yes, 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 GIFs. It's not a GIF, because to me, GIF is the peanut butter, and GIF is a file. And I know that the guy who made GIFs into a, a thing that programmed all of that, I know that he meant for it to be called GIF, and I understand that, but he's wrong. And the reason why he's wrong is because the G stands for graphic or graphical, one of those. Either way, graphic and graphical do not start with a J. They start with a G. So it's GIF, and I will fight you to the death over it. Anyway, moving on. So <laughs> we, I love that we have this, uh, this scene shaping up here where like, we have uh, a huge alien, like not explosion, but like this, this ship crashed. Um, a crowd of onlookers that's like so typical and a ruined career along with a very memeable moment that they even reference it is now a meme it is now the this world's cultural meme I really love that <laughs> um, okay so we're gonna we're gonna continue on Melinda looks horrified she yelled at me later but continues. Well, um, thank you, Reggie. We now go live to the White House briefing room where Press Secretary Wanda Peel is about to make a statement regarding the crash. 
Apparently, in the metrics for the video, the stats die when the White House comes on. Ain't that a sign of the times. The White House briefing room fades in, overstuffed with members of the press. Wanda Peel, the president's new press secretary, marches in, trying to look calm. She trips slightly on the carpet and bumps the podium before settling in. Shuffled papers muffle the first words she speaks. Welcome, members of the press. As all of you no doubt know already, a craft of alien origin crashed this morning in Philadelphia. Military and medical personnel were on the scene within minutes, rescuing survivors and dealing with the wreckage. We know very little at this time. However, we do know that no action had been taken against the ship ahead of the crash. Indeed, the ship didn't appear on radar until moments before it fell. She looks off screen for a moment. I asked her in an interview later what she was looking at, and everything you can't see was in total chaos. Then continues, I'm told there were at least two survivors of the crash, though one of them is in critical condition and is undergoing surgery. To the world and beyond, we're doing everything in our power to save these survivors and hope to return them safely to their civilization of origin as soon as possible. The president is currently meeting with world leaders to discuss the matter. We intend to be as transparent as possible about our processes and treat the aliens as welcome visitors. Thank you. Okay, so that was the first chapter. I will be doing more of this um, particular book as we go. I, I plan to get through the first part of the first book, um, but I'm not sure how much that's going to be, so we're going to take it one chapter at a time. Uh, I'm the Accidental Monster, and I hope you join me for chapter two. See you next time.